Today we're going to start taking a look at the area of Christian service, and more specifically, an area which I think is really important, uh, the heart of Christian service. You know, like, why do you serve, and what drives your level of commitment? You know, questions like that we want to answer, and uh, those are basic questions, but uh, we're going to go on with this and, and see where it takes us, but... It's an important area because there are issues that are arising in local churches and in the body of Christ as a whole. And uh, some of these issues result because people are not aware of what it means to have a heart for Christian service. So that's what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at this. And um, in the local church, of course, there are full-time ministers, part-time ministers, uh, staff members, volunteers, and the body of Christ, of course, is made up of individual members, each one of us being unique, and each one of us has a job to do according to the plan that God has set up for our lives. And it's very important that we identify our gifts and talents and use them to fulfill God's plan for our life. And remember, whatever it is that God has called you to do, whatever he's called me to do, us to do, uh, he will give us the grace or anointing to get the job completed. And no matter which category that you fall into, uh, of the categories that I mentioned, uh, we each have a ministry. No matter which one area you fall into, we each have a ministry. And that ministry may be inside or outside of the local church, or it could be both. And uh, we are all essential to the building of God's church, which is the body of Christ. And we are all laborers together with the Lord. Very important. We can never forget that. We're all essential and important and workers together with the Lord. Uh, the Bible doesn't separate laymen and clergy. Man does. Man makes that distinction. We are all one in Christ and seeking to use our gifts, or should be, for his glory and in uh, Christian service. And Christian ministry has never been easy. And even today, with all our electronic gadgets and all our, uh, everything that we have, all our conveniences, it's still difficult. Christian ministry is still difficult because people are still people. Churches are still churches. And guess what? That's because people are, they're filled with people that are still people. And, um, human nature hasn't changed. Uh, the adversary has changed. He's gotten better at what he does. And he does it more, more boldly than ever. He's very destructive and deceptive and the author of confusion. And he w is leading people to the point of having dis uh, dis distracted and destructive lives. There are still problem people and people with problems. Two categories. And in Christian service, we need to recognize that there are two groups and we have to effect, effectively minister to both groups with the love of God in the renewed mind in manifestation. And unfortunately, the body of Christ is more divided than ever, more passive than ever before, more tolerant of Satan's workings than ever before, more stagnant than ever before, and more unaware than ever before. It seems that eyes have been blinded and uh, Christians just don't have their heads or their hearts in the in the book, in the Bible. And uh, the body of Christ is basically asleep at the switch. Our Christian service 
must give glory to God because when God gets the glory, we are in a position to show the love of God to the unsaved. And that allows God to open their hearts and bring Jesus Christ to those people uh, who need to know him. And whether you are a volunteer or a full-time Christian worker, uh, I'm sure that you'd agree that uh, we're engaged in one of the greatest jobs in the world, and that is serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And serving God is a wonderful thing, but we must understand uh, what it is and how God does it through us. Ministry can be uplifting and exciting or boring and troublesome. The work may get difficult and may drive us to the point of wanting to quit. But if we minister the way God tells us in his word, then we can keep on keeping on, as the uh, song goes. And when we do this, then we're able to grow. If you don't know what Christian work is all about, and you don't have that clear vision, then you put yourself in a position to flounder and to get discouraged and frustrated. And no one is immune to this. I don't care if you're in ministry 30 years or 30 minutes. Uh, no one is immune. And the adversary will attack us in, uh, in our service. He doesn't want us serving the Lord. And he certainly doesn't want God getting the credit. You will find yourself no, not knowing what to do. And you will also find yourself not being able to evaluate that which you have already done. And you may have had extensive training, and training is good to a point, but training may give you methods and ideas, but you may not get what you really need, which are clear principles to follow. And Pastor uh, Warren Wearsby, he quoted a saying which goes like this, methods are many, principles are few, uh, methods always change, principles never do. And that's pretty accurate. And uh, it's a great, that's a great little couplet there. And uh, methods of serving God are great and needed, but it's important to recognize the fact that methods only work because of the pr principles behind them. And one of the dangers that we may encounter in our service uh, to the Lord, and this is, this is true of, 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 on our jobs as well, especially in leadership and management positions. Um, we may encounter uh, a danger. The danger that we may encounter is the adoption uh, of a method just because it worked for someone else or somewhere else without taking the time to first understand the principles behind the method. So you will serve yourself a uh, very well if you learn the principles, evaluate the methods, and then adjust hone in and change the method to accommodate your specific situation, circumstance, and environment. And this works, again, like I said, this works well in the world as well as in Christian ministry. And, uh, you know, I was in the management, uh, you know, management field, and, and I know I use these principles. And um, it's a very sound technique. And uh, the business world, the management world uses it every day. If you're a successful manager, you will do this. You don't just take uh, uh, something that works in another operation somewhere else by someone else and just use, just put it in place without adjusting and accommodating to your specific situation. So it's a very, that's a really good uh, 
uh, principle in itself right there. Uh, God does not want us to have a ministry by imitation. He doesn't make imitators. He, he, we are all unique and he doesn't want ministry by imitation. He wants ministry by incarnation. And what do I mean by that? Let's read right from the dictionary. I'll give you a definition from the dictionary. Incarnation. Any concept. I'm sorry. Any person or thing serving as the type or embodiment of a quality or concept. And we can uh, go no further than Paul in Philippians 2.13 where he says, For it is God which worketh, which worketh in you both the will and to do of his good pleasure. God will work through you and in you to suit him, to give him, uh, him good pleasure. And he knows what's best. So, uh, Pastor Warren Wearsby also uses a definition of ministry. And it goes something like this. Ministry takes place when divine resources meet human needs through loving channels to the glory of God. One more time. Ministry takes place when Divine resources meet human needs through divine, I'm sorry, through loving channels to the glory of God. Wow, that is a great definition. I like it. Uh, I haven't heard one better. And uh, you may want to use that. Uh, let's go to the book of Acts for a second. Book of Acts, if you have your Bible, go to the book of Acts chapter 3. I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. And we're going to read... Uh, one through nine, and you can read this later on for yourselves as well, because the whole chapter and the and the following chapter and the preceding chapter all goes to what we're talking about here, Christian ministry. But in this particular chapter, uh, I'm going to start at three one. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily. At the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, with John said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. So in this short record here, uh, we have the four basic elements of, of ministry contained. And the first one being Peter and John saw a man in great need. He was physically lame and spiritually dead. They manifested the compassion of Jesus Christ and shared God's power with him. He was completely healed and soundly converted to Christ. God was glorified and opportunity was given to preach the gospel and many more trusted Christ. Important. That's what ministry is all about. To get God the glory, to give God the glory so that we can then uh, show the love of Christ and love of God to the unsaved, and that will allow God to open up their hearts so that, that they can hear the word and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's what it's all about. If we're, if, if in your heart you're ministering with any other objectives in mind other than 
to give God the glory, to help his people, and to uh, win the unsafe to Christ Jesus, then then you, you've got to take a good look at yourselves and then start examining your motives and attitude and uh, your condition of heart. If we are to have an effective ministry in serving Jesus Christ, the way God wants us to minister, as did the apostles, we must know the divine resources personally. And to do this, you must consistently have your head and hearts in the, in the book. You've got to read and study the Word of God. You have to see human needs compassionately. We have to become channels of God's mighty resources so that God alone is glorified. And when God is glorified, once again, his spirit can work to bring Christ to those who need to know him. In reaching one individual, Peter was able to reach the masses through ministry. So examine your own heart and ask yourself these questions. Do you know God personally and the wonderful resources that are available through Jesus Christ? Are you a born-again believer? Believe it or not, you know, I'm asking this question because there are people um, all across the world that are serving in churches, serving in ministry, that are not born again, that are not saved. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You know, I heard a pastor not too long ago, within the last eight months or so, six, eight months, I don't know, within the last year for sure, that um, he, he gave a whole sermon on this where people are serving in church and they're actually not saved. And they do it every week. They do it with smiles. They do it uh, cheerfully. But they're not saved. And he gave an example of somebody right in his own, right in that church that morning who came to know Christ that had been serving for years that had not, had not known Christ. So, um, you know, we can't take that for granted. And don't you take it for granted. It's the most important thing you can do. Do you have a genuine concern for the needs of others to the point that your eyes are open to see those needs and your heart's open to want to help? Do you have compassion for those with needs and are you willing to be a loving channel for God's glory? You know, there, you may not, you know, so these questions are heart questions and motive questions. Um, again, ministry takes place when divine resources meet human needs through loving channels to the glory of God. You may want to memorize that um, definition so that you never forget it. I know I certainly have. I've already memorized that. And the heart of Christian service is about attitude and motivation. You know, what drives you? What is your attitude? What's your motivation? What's your attitude of heart? We have to have an attitude of gratitude and the motivation to help people in service so that God and God alone gets the glory. When man gets the glory, um, it's not a good thing. People don't get saved because man, when man gets the glory. When man gets the glory, uh, at best the unsaved, well, they can say is, well, great job. But when God gets the glory, then he can open up hearts and um, they'll see the love of God. And um, then they can, he as he opens their hearts, then they can get to the point of accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So anyway, this is the uh, introduction and overview. 
And uh, I, I trust that you've enjoyed this, and uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I've studied this over, over again over the last year or two. I've been studying this and working this, and God's been working on me, working in my heart for to have that great heart of service. So I figured this was a good thing because I am seeing, like I said, issues. And when you hear people talk, um, attitude, uh, their attitude, their state of mind, um, uh, which which drives behavior will come out of their mouth, and sometimes you you hear what you don't really want to hear, that and sometimes their the attitude will come out, and um, it may not be uh, what should be there, and that is again to give God the glory. Pride has no place in the body of Christ. Pride has no business being in the place of Christian service. And if you keep God centered and give God the glory, pride will not be set in. And um, that's what we're looking for. So anyway, um, we will be doing this uh, uh, again very shortly. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how often I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it often. Uh, not, it may not be weekly. It may be twice a week. Three, you know, whenever I feel led to do it, I will be putting the next one up. And um, they will be on our website. It'll also be on YouTube and Facebook, so wherever you're viewing it from. And there it will also be an audio podcast, and you can sign up for that through uh, through the website on the uh, the feeds page. So anyway, Tony Mangone signing off. Have a great day. Uh, have a blessed day, and serve God with the right heart and with the right attitude, and give him the glory in everything that you do. Thanks, and God bless.